0: Hi everybody. Welcome to One Tough Podcast. Today I decided there's so much controversy going on in my beautiful city of New York. I'm a lifelong New Yorker. I was born, I'll die here in New York City. And everybody I know is telling me, oh it's time to move out. Everybody says, let's go to Florida. Let's look at the situation right now. And a lot of people remember that I ran for mayor of New York City three years ago when Mayor Bill de Blasio was very successful to knock me off the Democratic line and also knock me off the Republican line with all his friends in a board of elections. You know how corrupt the board of elections run by the Democrats are in New York City. I've seen it a long time. I was involved with the cheating of the uh, candidacy for Rudy Giuliani when he ran for a uh, mayor of New York also, uh, George Pataki, our governor, when he ran for governor. We had over 50 cars out on the street where we were simultaneously videotaping busloads of people voting two and three times, and we actually brought the evidence. There's about 5% of cheating that is done with these controlled. And a lot of people don't like to admit about, ooh, there was cheating. I'm not talking about with the Trump campaign. I'm not talking about the Trump uh, case. I saw it with my own eyes, the when Rudy Giuliani ran a second time and also when George Pataki ran the first time, we were able to minimize the cheating in New York City. Now let's get directly to the problems at hand in New York City. I have to be right up front. I am a big supporter of Eric Adams. I've supported him since he left the police department when he ran for state senator. I raised a lot of money. I raised a lot of money when he ran for borough president. And I also uh, raised a lot of money for him to run as mayor. I really believe that Eric Adams is a very intelligent, smart person. Am I happy watching what has been occurring the last three weeks since he's been the mayor? No, and these are some of the areas which I am going to speak out about. And again, I like to give chances and opportunities. Right now, I said to many times, Eric New York City needs a hero, and you are the hero. You can save this city, and there's a lot of issues in this city. We have right now people who are uh, real estate moguls in our city. They pay limited. If Probably not any taxes on what they make. They build buildings, they'll build rentals, condos, commercial buildings, and they're eating off of New York City. Well, here's an idea, one of my ideas where we could bring them all to the table. One of our biggest problems, I believe, that uh, concur right with the crime problems of New York is the homelessness. Now, let's dissect homelessness now. A lot of people think homelessness means people cannot uh, uh, get a job and all that. They can't find a place to live. But we certainly have enough money being filtered through the federal system and through the state system and even in the city. New York City has 100 billion dollar budget right now and we're able to get money from the federal government and state my thing out there and i'll throw it right out there we have to be able to build affordable housing and when i say affordable if someone can't afford it we should be able to let them have a place where they live these are the homeless people that are are not mentally ill. These are people who lost their jobs and people who are living on the streets because of that reason. We should help them. We should build living facilities for them. We gotta get them out of the subway. We gotta get them off the trains. We gotta get them off the streets. I Every time I see a man or a woman sitting on the street, especially with the temperatures that we have now, All of them are not mentally ill. Now let's turn to what we could do. New York City and New York State owns plenty of parcels around this great city. We should do a joint effort. This is a battle, it's like a war. We have to win this war. We have to develop housing and we could develop housing very quickly. With all my brainios, my Rosses, my Roths, my Whitcoff, my old partner, all these real estate moguls can build housing for these homeless people. And with a joint effort, with a private and a... a a private and also a city group working together with these city parcels, let's build housing. Let's build 50,000 housing development units where we could build them on city property and get people into them. Now we have to look at the side of the homelessness. Because we call it all homeless. It's not all homeless. Mentally ill is different than homeless. What we've seen in the city in the last, uh, over this week, in the horrific lady, that Asian lady, going to work, being pushed in front of a train by a, obviously a mentally ill person. And I always said it, what do you do with a mad dog? You just keep feeding him, let him keep biting people. This has to be dealt with. And we have a city council that the mayor has to go before and look at, I've been running a business for 38 years. Running the city is like a business. You have to know what you got to do with the money, and it's a war. We got to have a war against crime. We have to have a war against the mentally ill to bring them and bring help to the mentally ill. And if we have to incarcerate criminal, I mean a criminal that commits 20, 30 felonies, where are we going to stop? And also, we always talk about Rikers right, Island being so bad. Well, we have to put some money there. We have to put some money behind our correction officers, and we have to train everybody to respect Criminals, but you also have to respect the, uh, the correction officers there, that are there. And when you have criminals that are bent on disruption, we have to deal with it. But let's get back to the mental ill. We had a mayor that was here with his wife, Charlene de Blasio, de Bozo, whatever her name was. She cannot define Operation Thrive when it was over a billion 100, uh, over a billion, one hundred million dollars that was spent on this homelessness. When asked what'd you do with the money, she goes, "I'll get back to you on that." You know who I'd like her to get back to? To a federal grand jury and put Big Bird De Blasio and her in a federal grand jury and find out where the money go. A lot of people says, "Oh, they went to nonprofits." You know what a nonprofit is? A nonprofit is an organization that you give a favorable uh, designation. They get money from the city, and then they use it. And I'll say it right now. I'll guarantee you, if you follow the money, you'll follow that money going back to a slush fund for the mayor and his wife. And right, I said it, and I'm saying it on here. And I tell you what, Mr. de Blasio and Mrs. de Blasio, if you think I'm defaming your character, sue me. I will welcome to be deposed, and I'll depose you because you know darn well you're— Criminal, And when I ran for May, I called you a criminal when those, again, I'll repeat it, when those two uh, friends of, of his in Brooklyn who were actually giving him money when they were convicted of bribery, the only problem is bribery. You have bribery, you have a bribe receiver. They were convicted of bribery. Who was the bribe receiver? Mayor Bill de Blasio was the receiver? Why was he not indicted? this is these are things we have to not forget about they're looking to take trump down well let's take De Blasio down. What did you do with that billion? One, what did you do with all that money that those brothers or friends in in Brooklyn gave you? This is criminal activity. We got to crack down. Then when we get the money that is not going to criminal activity, we can certainly use. And we're going back, right back to the mentally ill. We cannot have the mentally ill on our streets and be able to do what they're doing. They have knives, they push people in front of trains. We have to deal with it. It's a war. This mayor has to go before the city council. This is not something where we're taking rights away from people. We're taking a right away from a person who cannot think straight and is a detriment to the good people of New York City. People are afraid, even our mayor has admitted The people are afraid to go on the subways. Yeah. Crime is down. I agree crime is down on subway. Yeah, because no one is taking the frigging trains anymore because they're scared stiff. People in my office are all there. They don't want to come to work. They said, we're so frightened. We have to deal with it. This is a war. We have to go before city council. We have to get the governor involved. We have to propose a bill that when you have mentally ill person, and let's use all these masterminded people that can determine if they're mentally ill, They should be able to be escorted, and if they need be, forcefully taken to a place where we can help them, whether with medication or whether with with having counselors there by certainly by leaving them on the streets. Let's look what happened. Look at Los Angeles. I saw last night on the news. Look at San Francisco. Let the homeless just live on the street. Crime is soaring. Is that where New York City's going? And I don't think our mayor... My friend Eric Adams wants New York to turn out. We voted Eric Adams in to be our hero, and you've got to deal with these things. And I'm going to send this tape to my friend Eric Adams, our mayor, my mayor, who I fully support. And I tell people, let's give him the opportunity. Again, we're talking about homelessness, we're talking about mentally ill, two different things. Now let's talk about the crime element. We got some bozo there, D.A. Bragg in Manhattan in New York, when he comes out with this ridiculous foolishness of, oh, if you commit a robbery, you have a gun, you don't use it, we'll give you a desk appearance ticket, probably your 20th desk appearance ticket, and you'll come back. But the only problem is when we release him, he goes out and does another robbery, and he's going to be released again. Enough with this idiocy. We have to get this bail reform law fixed up a little bit. I'm the first one to say a misdemeanor, no record. I don't need bail. I don't need to put him in Island. But when you got a violent felon and I say it again, Three, four thousand little gang bangers around this city are committing all the shootings, they have all the guns. If we rally them all up, and then we, when they have real long records, we, it, we put them into correction facilities, we sentence them, you'll see crime will maybe even stop because the reality is the same 3,000, 4,000 little pieces of garbage running around our street, committing crimes, committing crimes, are the ones that are responsible. So it's very simple and I'm not a smart guy, but if you take the criminal element off the street where they should be, crime will go away. I was get my shoe shine yesterday in Grand Central. Guy come walking by three times. He's looking at my watch. He looks He tries to get me in conversation he goes, "Man, you don't remember me from uh, East Tremont." I says, no, I don't remember you, and I really don't want to know you. And I mean, look, he was waiting for the vulnerability. They love vulnerability. If I went like this, uh, no, sir, I, I, I really don't know you, and, and please don't hurt me. That's what they like. It's like the Kalahari Desert when those animals go attack the vulnerable one. When they're going after herd, who do they go after? The part of the herd that's not running as fast. It's a simple equation, Kalahari Desert. New York City streets Because it's turned into the Kalahari Desert On the streets of New York With all these criminal elements running around And again Homelessness Mental illness are two different things, so let's subdivide it and let's use this as a war. I'll be with you, Mayor Eric Adams. I'll go to the city council. My experience in the 70s and 80s and dealing with these issues, you cannot, re- you cannot duplicate it. And I'm the same guy that investigated the largest mass murder, the Palm Sunday Massacre, who cared about the three seven-year-old triplets that were in an apartment when I was looking for a witness. And I stayed there. They were naked. They had defecation all over them. I waited. I looked in the refrigerator. There was no food in that refrigerator. My lieutenant's calling me on the radio. Deedle, where are you? Deedle, where are you? I stayed there until the mother got back and she was a foster mother. And I said, let me tell you something, ma'am. If these kids ain't cleaned up, and you don't have food in that refrigerator. I'll come back every week. I'll remove these kids. And my lieutenant yelled at me, Deedle, you're a homicide detective investigating the largest mass murder and you're worrying about three kids? I said, that is the problem. These three kids now are going to remember a, a detective that cared about them. And a lot of people don't realize you've got police officers out there, men and women, who care about the public. They feel for the public. They have a ha They have their own children. They see it. But when you handcuff them and you tell them you can't do this, you can't do that. And if you do it, you're going to be arrested. And I tell you what, we're going after your house out on Long Island. When you don't have the support, you don't have the support. Part of this whole regiment of a war, and this is a war. Mayor, 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 please, you're my hero. You are my hero, Eric Adams. You have to deal with this. This is a war. You're the general, and we have to go at this like a war. Again, build housing. Build housing for homeless, help the mentally ill, have them being taken off the street so they don't have to survive on the street in the cold and then all of a sudden get into a criminal thing. By arresting someone who's mentally ill and putting them in Rikers Island, duh, that's the stupidest thing you could do. Because all you're going to do is get them released and it's the same mentality and they need help, again, whether it be counseling? Would it be medication? We really have to deal with this. And then another one, while we're at it, my mayor, my friend, Eric Adams, I love very, very much. I'm going to tell you something. We got to get our hands around these fools that are on these motorcycles. I almost got hit the other day. I was walking across the crosswalk. They're going 40, 50 miles an hour. What right Under the New York State Motor Vehicle Law, what right do they have to have a motored bike, bicycle, or motorcycle? Now they got motorcycles. No license plates. Cops are not doing anything because they can't. We have to have a crackdown on these motorbikes and motorcycles. No license plates. We have to— Impound them, take them, confiscate them, do whatever we got to do because people are getting hit by these bikes. And this other fool, and I'll call you a fool yourself, Mike Bloomberg, you brought this in. You brought these stupid bicycle lanes all through our city. Now it congested the whole city and trucks are double-parked next to the bike lanes. This is the most foolish thing. Part of my thing was when I ran for mayor, Day one, if I got elected, I would have had a frigging bulldozer taking out all these bicycles and taking out all these bicycles for the fact that people are dying. People are being injured every day. There is no control. Quality of life, that's called. And the quality of life starts when you illegally let people drive around at 50, 60 miles an hour with no license plates, with no kind of any kind of problems because the cops are lay off them, lay off. No. Crime starts with quality of life, and that's been proven over and over by Bill Bratton and everyone else, and and Ray Kelly, all the great police commissioners that we've had. And right now, I am very fond of our new police commissioner. I like what she says, and Sweet Sewell is her name, Commissioner Sewell. And I like what she says. She has a great heart. She has great visions. But the only thing is, Mr. Mayor, we have to give her the tools. We have to give the tools. And as far as Mr. Philip Banks goes, I have a lot of respect for Philip Banks. I know there's a lot of controversy, put it to bed already. Phillips Philip Banks ran the police department. He knows more about this police department than anyone and he's going to be a good guiding factor to our mayor. And again, our mayor is not now at the the, the beginning of his election and right now everyone's looking to to chop them apart, but there is a great opportunity. This is an all-out war, federal, state, and city. Mayor, you have to do one thing. You have to show this country, because you're going to lead this whole country out of this abyss of this crime and homeless problem. We'll do it in New York. New York Mayor, New York is the greatest city in the world. You are the leader. And you are, like I said, you got to be the hero of New York. Let's show the rest of this country how we could clean up New York City with the homelessness, the mentally ill, and the crime, and lead New York City to show the other cities all over this country we could do it. And you could do it. You are our mayor. And all I can say, Mayor Adams, I love you, and all I can say again is I'm pleading with you. Please, please get your arms around it. Make it a war. Let's go to the city council. Let's, If, I, if you want to, I'll get on my knees in city council. I'll talk about the thousands of arrests I've done. I never killed anybody, Mayor Adams, never. I was hospitalized 30 times, fractured skull, broken bones, everything. But you know what? There are ways of... Dealing with the criminal element. There are ways to deal with the mentally ill. There are ways to deal with the homelessness. There are ways to deal with quality of life. Let's make New York City the thriving city that I remember. I remember in the 1950s, you know, the 60s got a little turbulent there. And then all of a sudden, I remember even in the late 80s and 90s, we had problems. We had problems. But yet, we were able to deal with the problems. We didn't run away from the problems. And by saying they're non nonexistent, and by saying that the homelessness is not a problem, by saying that the mental ill is not a problem, by saying the crime wave is not a problem, we're missing, we're missing the boat. May Adams, please, if I have to get on my knees in that city council and talk about my vision of seeing 10, 8 of them, children under the age of 12 shot in the head dead by a criminal piece of garbage on a cocaine action and killing all these kids. My eyes have seen so many murders and I want, and I know you've seen them too, Mayor Adams. I don't want to see any more. I don't want to see people who are just trying to live, just trying to work, be frightened to go into the subways, be frightened to walk around. Let's clear it up. And I tell you, I'll stand at your side, Mayor Adams, to the eternity I'll go with you to the State uh, Assembly, State Senate. I'll talk about the reality of bail reform and what it's all about and what we have to do together. This is going to be a joint effort, and I stand by, Mayor Adams, to be at your side. Please, let's clean up this city. Let's make New York the idol of the rest of this country. We've seen all these progressive cities develop into the abyss. We've seen the moron of Los Angeles turn it into a tent city. Beautiful Los Angeles, Uh, San Francisco. I don't want to become like that. You are our Superman. You are our hero. Mayor Adams, Please hear me, and I stand fast to help you in any way I can. And I thank you, and I hope you listen to my podcast, because these are the ways out. It's a war. You're the general. Let's lead on. May Adams, let's clean up New York. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and I'll be back next week.